This episode of Silly Talks About Science Fiction is brought to you by Hallmark's new line of Life Day cards and gifts. That's right. Life Day cards and gifts. When you want to celebrate... No. No, no, you don't, no, you don't, you don't want to celebrate really Life Day. Celebrate no, no, please, please don't celebrate scary. Life Day. That's terrible, yeah. terrible idea. She doesn't want you to. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Jeff Gritman, and I'm Kristen Kiss, and we are the co-authors of a science fiction comedy book series called Prison, Prison Dad. Dad. That's right, PrisonDad.com. There's all sorts of things and stuff up there. Other stories, some character bios, and you can find out all about our upcoming events, of which we already have. Two Two for this year. Right. We are awesome. So, um, real we'll be- quick, we'll just uh, we'll just cover a couple of things that we have going on with our um, with our upcoming cons. So, on March twenty fifth and twenty sixth, we will be at the South Mall in Allentown, Pennsylvania, the same place where Prison Dad takes place in Woo-hoo! Allentown, Pennsylvania, Allentown, PA. where we grew Come on up. Out, buddies. And that's at the Lehigh Valley. It's a con. Yeah, it's a con. So it's from 12 to 5 on March 25th and 26th, and the best part about it is, it's free! Yeah, and we'll be there. Oh, well, I mean, okay. To me, that's, that's like good the too. Part yeah, of it. yeah. Okay, you know. But it's free to go to It's a Con, so that should be a lot of fun. Uh, come check it out. And then uh, the other con that we're going to be involved with this year is, uh, or this spring? Is it yeah. spring yet? It's not spring yet. This one's, this one's first. March 19th. Whoops. <laughs> Sunday, March 19th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. We'll be at the New Jersey Shore Comic Book Show. Come check us out if That's you're in the Jersey area. In the Tom's, Tom's River, New Jersey. <laughs> Doing Jersey stuff. Um, all information on both these cons can be found on our website, prisondad.com. Yeah. Or at facebook.com slash prisondad. Excellent. So, with that out of the way... We're here to talk about some unanswered questions that we have in uh, Star Wars. Yes, and there are probably like 100,000 more, but these are the ones that really tickled our fancies, mm-hmm. if you will. Well, we're going to argue them because, Stroked you know, we both have... Whoa! <laughs> oh my, Just Kristen. kidding! We have different opinions about each one of these questions, so there's going to be a lot yeah, of witty banter one. arguing. Yeah, we're going to sassy each other yeah. pretty good. Just don't hit me again. What? I've never hit you. Yeah, that's what you tell the internet. Um, no. Okay, I'm just gonna... I'm clearing my name right now. I've never laid hand on you, Jeff Gritman. She never hit me. See? <laughs> Question number one, written by Kristen. What did Darth Vader think happened to his kids all those years? Why was he never looking for them? Now, may I? You can go first, and then I will say my piece. I feel that when... Vader found out that Palpatine, you know, when Palpatine told him that Padme died. No! The whole reason for killing every Jedi and pledging his, you know, life to to, the, to this guy, destroying the Republic pretty much. Um, I, I have a feeling that he thought they were dead. And that's why he never went looking for them because he thought, and also he always really thought he was having one kid. And he thought that one kid was dead. Kapow. Yeah. The magic of IVF. Um, <laughs> so maybe I think that that's what the emperor was going for because he was very sort of vague and evasive in his responses about what happened to Vader's family. He just said, you know, she's gone. But um, but at the same time, like he's so not surprised when he feels the presence of his son. So to me, like, fine, maybe the official story was that they were dead, but I don't think Vader really believed that. I think that he understood that that Padme wasn't in existence anymore. But that dude was super strong with the Force, and he continued to be strong with the Force. So I think part of him had to know that his kids were out there. And it's just kind of weird to me that, like, they never talk about... Why didn't he ever try to go look for them? Like, I know he was busy with work. I get that. But, like, you would have to imagine... He had the resources of, of the entire empire. Yeah, exactly. And he must have had this, like, gnawing, like, part of himself that knew his kids were alive. Because when, yeah, when Luke comes back on the scene, he is not shocked at all. He's not like, oh, I have a kid. How did that happen? Wait. Although, when you when you listen to the Arnold Schwarzenegger... Um, when they have him dub the voice of Darth Vader, like, he's, he says that. He's like, what are you, joking me? But he doesn't say joking. He says bad word. Um, but I just, I just feel like they should have done just a little bit more on that. And just sort of, to explain it. Because I, I don't, I never felt like he was really convinced that his kids were dead. Even though that's what the Emperor said. And 
I felt like he knew, and I don't know what kept him from looking for them. Unless he was really ashamed of himself, and he didn't want them to know who he was. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, I never thought about it that way, because, you know, he did some really, really bad stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, leading a whole army of clone troopers into the Jedi Temple just for the sole purpose of killing everybody, including children. Yeah. That maybe... Killed all those younglings. He was... You killed the younglings! <laughs> Sorry. I slaughtered them all, man. Oh, God. <laughs> all right, you want to read the second one and then do your answer sure. and I will give my answer? Okay, so why was Vader so susceptible to believing the Emperor? So I was just curious about this because I just feel like, to me, it's like a little bit frustrating, especially like the way those movies were done. Because to me, like he should have trusted like Qui-Gon and he should have trusted... Obi-Wan. But instead, like, he ends up, like, putting all of his faith in this sort of shady, sinister, wrinkly old dude who, like, convinces him that he should go on, like, the dark path. And I just, you know, I wanted to know more about how he fell into that trap. I mean, I guess part of it is that he didn't have a father figure when he was little. But, like, Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon came for him. And he was pretty much raised with Obi-Wan. And he totally, like, ditches him and believes that he is a traitor in, like, two seconds because some creepy old guy that he barely knows, like, tells him that that's how it is. And I just feel like, like a like a real person, it would probably have been more painful to, like, turn on people that you loved and who had raised you than to just be like, oh, some old guy told me that uh, they're lying, so obviously I should believe him over my wife and, like, the guy who's my best friend and raised me. Like, eh, I don't know. I mean, my only thought is that maybe if he was, like, super ambitious and that was, like, more important to him than the people that he loved, that it would make sense that he would go towards somebody who he felt, like, could give him more power. Which could be kind of... I could see that because he was being such a douche about the Jedi, like, not letting him be more powerful. And he was being super impatient about that. But I, I still... I don't know. I just felt like it made him such a crappy person. Like, I really... Well, there's a couple like, things fine. here. Right? So, you know, when you watch episode three again, unfortunately, you know, well, <laughs> that's sorry, where your just, question I came just, from, though. I just threw up my. <laughs> I know. So, um, when you when you think about episode three, it does happen very quickly. You're right, but Anakin, he first, you know, he, he becomes like um, the the Chancellor's like liaison to the Jedi Council, right? But yeah. then, like, the Jedi Council's like, you know, you can sit on this council, but you're not going to be a master. So, boom, first off, they knock Anakin down a peg, because he's not the rank of master. He's still just a Jedi Knight, um, right. but he gets to serve on the council, and, like, that, that's not how it works. Like, the masters serve on the council. But because he's the Emperor's, you know... And then there's other talk in there about how long the Emperor's been in power for. He's been there too long, um, longer than anybody else. And then, you know, Anakin uncovers who who Palpatine really is. And, you know, Palpatine feeds off of Anakin's love for Padme. You know, saying that, you know, Padme's going to die if you don't join me. Like, I'm the only one that can save her. Nobody else can save her. And then Anakin freaks out, goes tells Samuel Jackson what happened. You know, and Samuel Jackson and, um, you know, Kit Fistu and Shakti, I want to say, they all, no, um, somebody else, they all go to the, you know, the Emperor's, you know, throne room there, and... He, like, kills everybody. Yeah. And then, well, Anakin basically, you know, you know, stops him from, like, you know, killing, um, Samuel Jackson, and helps with Samuel Jackson's death. Makes him do his death, so... Yeah, so he kills everybody that he should have trusted. And at that point, where can he go? He has to play... Well, he screwed himself over at that point, but, like... Eh, I don't know. I mean, maybe they're just trying to show what a douchey is, because it's kind of like watching, like... I mean, not that I ever thought there was anything redeeming about Paul Ryan, but he certainly has, like, shown what a useless douchey is. He's a total how, tool. Like, yeah. she's just willing to do whatever Trumpy Dumpty says. So. They're going to me. Anyway, <sighs> we're not talking about politics. Question three. Um, another prequel question here. Oh, uh, yeah. Why did the Emperor choose Vader over Dooku? Well, right. I I feel that he chose Vader over Dooku because, well, age was one thing. 
two power at the point in the beginning of the Avengers of the Sith. Anakin is way more powerful than than Count Dooku. He, he takes him down like almost no time at all when they fight on General Grievous' ship. True. And that Anakin was the pawn all along. Anakin was the key to destroying the Jedi. He wasn't there to bring balance to the Force. He was there to destroy it. Mm-hmm. And um, that's why I feel that Anakin was chosen over Count Dooku. Because so you're saying that Count Dooku could have a viable employment discrimination claim against <laughs> the Emperor. <laughs> <You> lawyers. <laughs> J.K. Rowling. No, I mean, I just felt like... I guess that makes sense, but it is really kind of sad when, like, like Vader chops Dooku's head off, and Dooku's just looking at, like, Palpatine, like, really, dude? Like, I thought you had my back, bro. It's no, Palpatine like, told him to do it. He's a yeah, killer. He did. I yeah. know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He was like, he's like, take him out. And he's, he's like, like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. It's like, it's so sad. It's like sometimes stuff that happens at work, like, where you just see, like, people, they, like, trust the people that they think are leading them, and then they're just taken into doom. That's why I work for a small company. Anyway, it was a real <laughs> bummer for Dooku. But, um, yeah, I guess Vader was all-powerful. And I think, too, that Palpatine felt like he could manipulate Vader more. Because Dooku had more experience and probably more was more, like, world-weary and cynical. Whereas Vader just figured that if he did what Palpatine said, things would work out okay. But, duh, he should have already known that wasn't going to work. You're funny. Anyway. <sighs> okay. So why did Luke and Leia never get to know about each other until after they were grown up? Because Vader wasn't even looking for them. Like, they weren't even on his radar, apparently, because we covered that in the first question. For whatever reason, Vader wasn't looking for them. He thought they were dead, or he just didn't care. He was being a really crappy absentee father. Owed a lot of back child support, you know, mm-hmm. to uh, the folks on Alderaan. <laughs> And to the brew, Lars, and... I have a good answer for this if you're... Um, I'll let you finish that. No, I just, I just feel like I don't really understand why they were... I understand why they might have been separated when they were first born, because they might have thought Vader was coming after them. But, like, when they're six, seven years old, and that dude really doesn't care, when he has, like, the entire empire at his disposal, like... Like, why couldn't Obi-Wan be like, Hey, uh, hey, Bale, uh, why don't you bring Leia over for a play date? Maybe she and little Luke could be buddies and, you know, hang out together a little bit here and there. Just know that each other existed so that when the crap hits the fan later on in their lives, as everyone should know it will, like, come on, (laughs) that they have some clue that, like, they have somebody else out there that has their back. And, like, like, honestly, like, yeah, like, why weren't they getting trained a little bit to be Jedis? I mean, I can understand if you don't want to go whole hog because that might trigger Vader <laughs> to come kill them. But, like, they could do some tumbly things, some okay. flips, some jumps, some, jumps. some Yoda stuff some in the woods. <laughs> you know? Some Yoda stuff in the woods. Sounds like something I got arrested for in the 90s. Whoa! Oh! I'll be your backpack. Um, <laughs> you're funny. <laughs> I did it again where I started like saying something else, but I didn't let you finish your joke. I'm terrible. Why do you do podcasts with me? Mm, I don't know. Because you make good cocoa. <laughs> okay. Right, now so, you answer. You answer. All right. So first off, Luke has never left Tatooine. You know, just yeah. like Ray has never left Jakku. Well, in her memory, obviously she got dropped off there. You know. Yeah, but she had like a douchey non-parent. Uh, Uncle Owen was kind of a douchey non-parent. Not as bad as that one-quarter portion, bitch. All right. That guy was mean. Uncar. Yeah. All right. Yes, you're right. Uncar was definitely a worse parent. Luke got the blue milk. (laughs) Nobody was pouring Ray a blue milk. No. No, she she was beating the side of her canteen to, like, to drink some water. Yeah. Yep. Another reason I should have added that into a couple weeks ago when I think that Luke's Ray's father. But anyway, what we're talking about here is that Luke... And Leia never met because Luke has never left Tatooine. And Leia has never had a reason to go to Tatooine. I think what I don't get is why, you know, or maybe he did because Obi-Wan knows who Luke is, obviously. Luke knows who Ben Kenobi is. Mm -hmm. Why didn't he try to train him sooner? He knew that he was our new, you know, the new hope. Why, you know, if Jedi are supposed to be trained so young, which is probably crap, Luke has probably thought of that way later, you know. That Anakin was too too old to be trained when he was really young. Remember, like in yeah. episode one, it's like, oh, he's too old to be trained. Like, that's too old. Yeah, because some crabber was saying that 
Ray is clearly too old. And I was like, I think everybody's, like, spoiled this already. Because Luke clearly was a great Jedi, and he was trained. He was older than Ray, And, like, little douche. They still started pretty young on him, and mm-hmm. he turned out to be a jerk. So Leia is a key member of the Resistance. She's a, a princess. Um, you know, uh, I don't know how princesses, like, senators, adopted daughter is a princess, but whatever. That's yeah, um, a little confusing. Well, I guess he was senator to, like, the Empire Council of Boring Dudes, but he was probably, like, the king of Alderaan. You think You think Bail Organa was king of Alderaan? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Possibly. I mean, because you could... Like, have been, like, the some mayor bitch capes. Of, Yeah, like, you could be the mayor of <laughs> Allentown, say, and eventually you end up being, like, a senator for the United States. That's true, right? yeah. Because Alderaan isn't, like, the whole universe, but it's a part of it, so that's what I always thought. Yeah. So, um, I, I feel like Leia never got to tattooing a medium. I feel like, I feel like it's a big, big galaxy, and, like, there's just, you know, it's very, you know, there's no parent trap stuff going on here. It's really, really big, except in episode seven when they blow up planets and you can see them from other planets. <laughs> yeah. Like, very clearly. If there was a big laser shot across the sky. I think you'd see that. I think you'd see a, sh- a, a planet blowing up in the sky like that. But, like, when you, see, when you see planets in our night sky, they're, like, teeny, tiny stars all the way out there. They so could be close together. Explosion. Hey, you know, they just discovered how many planets, like, Earth-like planets around one sun, you know? Yeah. yeah, they could be they could be a lot closer to taking talking data than than you think. Fine. Okay, fine. So, um, I just think that it's a big galaxy, and they never bumped into each other. And I think someone should have given them a play date. Aww, that's cute. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm reading five. I read the odd ones. That's right. Yeah. All right. So how how was the Millennium Falcon stolen from Han Solo? All right. So we learn in episode seven that some bro named Duquesne took it from Han Solo, and somehow it ended up with Unkar. Mm-hmm. So I I don't think this is like that that big of an like that big of an issue. To be honest with you, because like I feel like there's not much of a story here. I feel like Han and Chewie like they landed somewhere, they got off, they went to go you know smuggle their thing, do their thing, and when they went back to the ship, it was gone, and that was the end of the Millennium Falcon. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think there's a big story to tell here. I think it's very, it's it's just like that. Someone had it out for Han and stole it from him, sold it to somebody else, or, or no, who stole it from a new, who knew the ship, stole it from Duquesne, stole it from somebody else, who Uncar stole it from them and stuck it on Jakku. Like when Jerk steal the really nice bike. Yeah. You never see again. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I was just a little curious, you know. Because there's articles on the internet where people are getting real crabby that, like, Han Solo should have kept better tabs on his ship. But, like, hey, people get stuff stolen, not because they're not being careful. I mean, not everybody has a Viper car detecting system. <laughs> Viper on. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa! <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, so maybe, yeah, it was just one of those things, like, Han turned his back for a minute. Funny thing is, I feel like every time they parked the Millennium Falcon, one of them was like working on it because there was something wrong with it. Because it's, it's a like piece of junk. It's junk their car. Yeah. So maybe Chewie went to like go get a carburetor <laughs> for a second, and they turned around and someone swiped it. If, but, if uh, you've read our books, um, a funny thing that we we realized when we were done with the second book, Volume Two, is that throughout the entire second book. Um, because the story's all written at different times. Mm-hmm. Every single story, they're always working on, uh, Jed's working on his car. It doesn't <laughs> work in any of the stories. So it's, yeah. it's, it's really funny. We didn't plan that. It's just going to happen. Because <laughs> in Empire, they can't get the hyperdrive to work. And yep. it just, I don't know why it happened. Falcon's always junked up. <laughs> it's hysterical. We didn't do it on purpose. It like, but uh, it's a good time. Yeah, it's a great time. So, um. Okay, so the next question. Mm-hmm. What was that king going to do with those Rathars anyway? <laughs> I was just curious. You know, they sent Han and Chewie out to get all these scary, scary Rathars. Oh, more we than already that. Known we used to have a bigger crew. It was one of the great yeah, lines. And scene. we already knew that, like, the Rathars were a part of a previous massacre. Perhaps the Bowling Green Massacre, <laughs> which is also fictional, for those of you who don't know. The Blue Mouth Bantha massacre. Um, <laughs> That, um... Hashtag Blue Mouth Bantha. <laughs> that Finn mentions, you know. Yeah. 
Um, so we know that they're extremely dangerous. You know, who is this king and what was he trying to do with the Rathars? Who is he trying to overcome? Or was he just trying to protect his planet? And if so, from what? Did Han know what the threat was? You know, because there's a lot of questions around Han leaving the rebellion. So if he is a part of a king protecting his land, like, did he know what the deeper story was on that? My theory with the Rathpars is, is um, if it's like an SAT question, yeah. it would be, can't, I forget, I can't remember what the guy's name is, I don't feel like looking up, King, what's his face, to the Rathpars, as Jabba is to the Rancor. I think it was the Rathars were just, you know, they were, it was, you know, a form of entertainment, a form of disposing of uh, an enemy of the state, you know, a, a, you know, a villain or, you know, I don't know what to call it, um, you know. Someone who owed money. Yeah. Um, that, that was what I always figured with Anyone the Rathars. Anyone that had wronged the ruler. So yes. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. So it was his Sarlacc pit. Mm-hmm. But instead. But they're very dangerous creatures. And you just kind of wonder, like, how was he planning to contain them? Because even on the ship, they were hard to contain and had killed people. And when they get out, they just go crazy. Yeah. Um, uh, Lego Star Wars, the Force Awakens game. There's a level where you capture the Rathars and put them on the ship. Well, that's a fun yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Right. So, do you like offer them like, like some boneless wings or kind of like, let them maybe some frozen rack of ribs, <laughs> some uh, hot pretzels, hot pretzels, <laughs> sardines. Do you, I don't know. They, they just, like to you, you just they chase you until they like you make them like run into like a cage. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you like use yourself as bait. Yeah, interesting. That's why they had a much bigger crew. Right? Yeah. yeah uh-huh. I guess so. Yeah. It wasn't very nice, Han. It's not nice. Yeah. Nah. All right. All right. So, question seven. We kind of got into some of this stuff earlier in another podcast, but it's why did Han and Leia split? Because we know that it wasn't, um, you know, Ben Solo's turn to the dark side. Right. She let them both go at the same time, but something happened before that for her to let them go. Right. Because she should have trained, she said, oh, I should have let them train with Luke. Made you think that they weren't already talking at one point. So it's right. probably been a long, long time since Han Solo saw his son. Yeah. And, and you know, what happened to Luke, right? I mean, we're still wondering that, too. Like, he's sort of exiled himself off on some weird island planet. Like, he was lost or something, you know? Wanted to go hang out with the Dharma Initiative. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. But um, we don't know what happened to him. I mean, we, we get that there was some betrayal, right? And probably had something to do with Kylo turning against him. But we don't know why that happened or how. So it's just interesting. I mean, I'm for the theory that they that Ray was their child and that they thought she was dead, and that broke the whole family apart because nobody felt like they could trust anybody anymore, and they were so heartbroken. Um, I don't know that that's going to be true, but I, I feel like it has to be something that's that devastating. Like Ray was their child. I feel like Luke's been gone as long as Ray's been on Jakku, meaning that Ray could be Luke's Luke could be Ray's dad, or Ray is a solo kid that Luke. Took Ray from them and stashed him on on Jakku. Yeah, or maybe Han and Leia were responsible for babysitting Ray while her dad Luke had to go do an important errand. And while they were babysitting her, something happened. They thought she died, so everybody felt awful and guilty. They ditched their son. They stopped talking. Luke peaced out. The, I don't know. The I'm clues they say the clues are the clues like are all in um, the Force Awakens of, of who Ray's parents are. So yeah, yeah, yeah. They say that we're not gonna know until they tell us. But do you think we'll even know come December, nine months from now? No, I don't know if they're gonna tell us all of that yet. Uh, yeah. The only thing that they might tell us is because they told you an empire. Blah yeah, blah blah. True, true. All right. The question was why did Han and Leia split? And so I think we're pretty much in agreement with this that it wasn't Kylo Ren. No, I think the Kylo and it left wasn't after. Luke leaving. No. And it was something even something before then. Maybe, like, they weren't even together that long. Well, they were long enough, together long enough to have been. And he wasn't a baby when they sent him how to old, train. How old do we think that he is again? Do we think he's, like, 30? Oh, you think, you think um, Kylo Ren's, like, 20? Maybe mid-20s. Mm. 
Yeah, he still acts like a brat that goes to Hot Topic once a week, so. God. I don't know. I don't think he's bought Because it's been 30 years, right? 30 years? Force Awakens 30 years right. after after uh, Jedi, right? So right. if he is 30, then my theory about Han and Leia getting it on on the flight from Tatooine to meet up with the uh, the Rebel fleet. They could have been boning, but that doesn't mean they had a baby. Maybe there's Star Wars prophylactics that we don't know about. Space condoms? Yeah, perhaps. Space pills. Space Planned Parenthood, which is probably where we're all going to have to go to go to play Planned Parenthood from now on. But anyway. Right. Um, <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> we move on now. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Number eight is yours to read there, darling. Um, what happened to Kylo Ren to turn him to the dark side? So, yeah, I mean, I, so we had talked about this a little bit before, but I feel like, so, Snoke somehow gets a hold of him somehow and is able to communicate with him and put sort of seeds in his head that his grandfather had other plans that were never brought to fruition instead of the truth that we know which is that he chose to save his son luke instead of staying on the side of the emperor but somehow kylo never heard what his family side of the story was or how his grandpa really ended up he believes this completely alternate reality where somehow he feels like his grandpa was betrayed and had all these plans that weren't brought to fruition, and he's, but he has the mask somehow, too. So, like, the question is, like, yeah, like, what happened to Kylo? Why was he so susceptible to this outside voice telling him an alternate history from what his family had told him? Um, and how did he go from just hearing some a different opinion to, like, fully turning on his family and everybody that he grew up with to, like, follow Snoke. Kind of the same thing that happened to Anakin a little bit, except Anakin was fully grown when he decided to turn his back on everybody that he loved and be a jerk. So So it's an interesting mirror of that, but except Kylo was younger, and we know that he was sort of abandoned in some ways by the people that he loved. So we know that he's very torn, because and he's, he's talking to his grandfather's mask. Yeah, which As is you weird. see parody and all those all those I don't movie talk to, reviews. I like, my grandma's old crap that she left behind when she died. I talked to like my late cat's uh, toys are still laying around here. No, just kidding. But when he's talking, you know, he's like talking around. He's like, oh, you know, um, show me. Yeah, he's like, you know, I feel it again. The call to the light. So he's still conflicted. So I think it's been a while that he's been turned. So I agree with you there. Like he turned when he was younger. He turned because you know Snoke put some thoughts and stuff in his head, like. You know, probably something like you know, you have to save somebody, or you know, something important to him that's gonna that's gonna or like, like you know, hey kid, you want to try or, this stuff? Or yeah, exactly. Or try him when he's really young to like maybe try to like give him a lot of power. Like you're capable of more. They're holding you back. Here's what you could do. You know, I could help you with this. Like these kind of things too. Yeah. Could also like you know fall fall into all of this. It was you know your parents don't care about you, blah blah blah. And here's a more important thing. If Leia, when Leia said, I should have sent him to train with Luke. So who the hell was he training with? I thought she said she shouldn't have sent him to train with Luke. Oh, really? I thought she said she should have. Ooh. What do you think, readers? What did you hear? Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's, I hope this is a question that they actually do answer. Because I don't think I'm ever going to find out what that king wanted to do with the Rathars. <laughs> but, all right, your turn. All right. Are there any Jedi left? Will we see the Jedi rise again? Or just Rey? Okay, so we know that Benicio del Toro's character is going to be affiliated with both sides of the, you know, both sides of the Force. Mm -hmm. Um, Which makes me, you know, still think that... It doesn't matter if he's back or back. Right, exactly. Just kidding! (laughs) Makes me really think that he's Ezra, you know? So Ezra could still be around from Rebels, you know, maybe he just avoided the whole... Death Star thing. And that's why, you know, we didn't see him in any of that. I, I, I could buy that. I'm good with that. Um, I'm assuming Kanan from Rebels is not around anymore. But I think that there could be Force-sensitive people that are out there okay. that are still kind of, like, hiding with everything that's going on. They're kind of scared to admit who they are because of, you know, all the stuff that comes with being Force-sensitive. You know, there's a lot of responsibility with becoming, you know, with, with, with being, you know, in tune with the Force. It's true. And I think some people might not want that. Yeah, that's a fair, that's a fair point. 
So, um, are there any Jedi left? Yeah, but they're not Jedi. I think there's four sensitive people left. They're yeah. untrained. And, um, I think the Jedi rose again. And I think all those bodies that we saw in Ray's dream where Kylo Ren, you know, had that whole field of... The Knights of Ren. Which we'll get to that later. Um, I feel like there... I feel like Mm -hmm. there are definitely Force-sensitive people. I agree. Because I think that's always a part of the universe. That their people are born with the magical midichlorians (laughs) bubbling up in their blood. But I think that there might be a couple people who have been secretly trained as Jedi. But I don't know who might have trained them. I'm just saying it would be pretty neat. And I kind of hope there are. I had a dream shortly after I saw Force Awakens um, that I saw the next Star Wars movie and at the end, like, like uh, it was like Kylo Ren was about to, like, attack, was about to kill Rey, and, like, Leia swooped in with a purple lightsaber, like Samuel Jackson, and stopped him. But I think it was just a dream. Oh, wow. You Don't never know. quote that. No, I think, I think um, in Disney's, in their version here, Leia did not pursue... The Force. Unlike, you know, all the lore, Leia becomes a Jedi, yeah. But uh, this version of Leia, I don't think, is a Jedi at all. Hmm. I think she's so Force-sensitive. maybe Maz is a Jedi. Maz she, is something. She had a lightsaber, and maybe she was training people on the DL. No, she said that she keeps things, she keeps things safe down there. That's, that was her right. ancient relic safe. So what's, that was, there was a lot of places Rey passed before she got to the thing that had Luke's lightsaber. Or it was but actually Anakin's lightsaber when you think about she it. She didn't just have Luke or slash Anakin's lightsaber. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just putting a little worm in your ears, people. Think That's about true. something else. Or just maybe there could be some Jedi trained on the DL. Mm-hmm. All right. Number 10 is yours. Do Yoda and Obi-Wan's ghosts still visit Luke? And if they do, what have they been telling him while he's in exile? Luke don't take the brown acid. We've heard some really bad reports. Just avoid that one. Luke. <laughs> the second and third Matrix movies are terrible. Luke, that milk is too old to still drink. <laughs> really think you should throw it out. <laughs> Luke. Just telling you. <laughs> Don't go pod racing, Luke. It's really dumb. <laughs> Luke, Argyle is coming back for the spring <laughs> in a big way. <laughs> no, what do you think? What do you think, though? What do you think? No, I, I, I kind of <clears throat> hope they do, because they came back to visit him after Vader was gone. So I kind of hope that they do check in with him. I don't know. I think they probably can only give him wisdom that he's ready to receive, so it would be things that he already understands. You know, like reinforcing things that he already understands. But I hope that they're there to sort of just talk to him and maybe encourage him or keep him hoping that maybe things will get better. Um, I think they go see him when... I think the times that, that Obi-Wan has gone seen Luke, he's been desperate for attention. Let's see, the first time Luke heard his voice to switch off the targeting computer to build the Death Star. Second time was on um, Hoth when he was, like, almost on the verge of death, when, uh, right before Han found like, him. Luke, get your shit together, homie. <laughs> but, I mean, he, he talked to Rey when she found the lightsaber, so that just leads me to believe, like, he's probably still around there somewhere, ghosting it up. I think it would be cool if we see... Milted, where your ghosts, dudes? <laughs> I think it would be awesome to see Obi-Wan dressed up, you know... Obi-Wan, like, Obi-Wan ghosting. Um, Sorry, I keep saying Obi-Wan, but Ewan. Ewan ghosting it, you know? Ewan ghosting. If if Ewan McGregor was so into Star Wars that he went into the the theater of sound booth just to record, like, five lines. He totally did, because Ewan's... He would come back and do it. But I, I, I want to see a at scene the same time, what? where um, Kylo Ren makes pottery and here's <laughs> Darth, like, Vader's, Darth Vader's hands behind it. It's hot. I'm just kidding. So <laughs> the thing with um the, the the thing with the ghost though, I totally lost my train of thought. Now. <laughs> Hope we made some of our other listeners laugh with that one. I don't. Just I don't being know. silly. What do they tell them? You know, I. Would they have told Luke to go run in hiding? 
Uh, no, I don't think so. I think they would have told him to but be brave. But they did Yeah, but I think they both realized that was a mistake. Because they didn't, they didn't get to train him to be an even better Jedi than he was, you know? I think if they had to do it over again, they would have done it differently. Maybe, possibly. Not going to disagree with you. I think it makes more sense that they didn't go into hiding. But anyway, we can move on to question number 11. Which is, what happened to Lando? Cold 45. Ruined his life. No, I'm just kidding. So, <laughs> we go from politics, you know, we go obviously from gambler, card player, as Holland said, to politician running right. the Besman Mining Corporation there. Right. Uh, small enough that the Empire doesn't care. They could, you know, sell their the gases they mined off and, and make a profit to... The Bespin is gone. Empire took it over. Yeah. Lando leaves with the Rebels. Lando flies the Millennium Falcon and blows up the Death Star. Right. So we know he's back on the good side of things by the end of the Jedi movies, but now where is he? Like, what happened to him in the in-between? Is he still alive? Did Han have any contact with him over the years? I feel like Lando went back to being a... I think he went to be, like, a senator. I feel like he went to, like, do bigger and better things. Yeah, I hope he was, like, sort of honored as, like, a military person for his work in destroying the... Yeah. Yeah. And, uh... Because we see... What's his name? Uh, Nub... Whatever. The the other... His his co-pilot of the Falcon. You know, we saw him. He's flying X-Wings for the Rebels. So he's still... I think the the general rumor is that Billy Dee Williams is going to be in The Last Jedi. That's just that's just speculative rumor though. There's no hard evidence of that. I'm gonna see Billy. But it D. seems Williams, like it's like a general consensus that Billy D. Williams is in this movie. I feel like if he's alive and he was willing to do it at all, they owe him that to bring him back because he was awesome in the original movies. Like that was really really cool, and I I want to see him again. I want to see him be Lando and have his most excellent space cape. Space cape. Because Lando really had the best space cape. He really did. He did. He put everybody else's to shame. And he had that sweet, like, disco-looking outfits. You know, if you... He's charming, troublemaker. If you, know? you say anything about Lando around my, my son, you know what he says? Mustache. Well, he had that, too. And then he goes, I yeah. must ask you a question. That's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> Logan. Logan used to have a nook that had a mustache on it. Remember that? He was little. Yes. It came from Lauren, oh, I think. Oh, gosh. I had a Stormtrooper. I don't know where it came from. Did you get it for me? The Stormtrooper shirt? With the mustaches. With the mustaches. I got that for you shirt. one Christmas, yeah. Yeah. From uh, Urban Outfitters. Yeah. That's, he loves that one. <laughs> I referenced that in one of our books. I have less wear that. Yes, you do. Yeah. Yes, you do. Uh-huh. All right. Um, so we're gentle. General consensus that we don't know. There's been nothing. I hate the idea that Lando's son is Finn because there's only two black people in the whole Star Wars universe i hate it i just i, mean, I don't hate it but that's everything smart. can be tied together if everything's tied together you know that's that's what it is it is what it is but i i was just hoping for a little more diversity you know and not just like i mean there's the aliens one. i know i just i like lando i like finn me too. I don't think Lando Here's needs to be Finn's thing. dad. But uh, but I feel like that scene where Chewie is choking Finn. Oh yeah. He sounds just like Lando. Like, yeah. His reaction and it is exactly just like the, the scene. scene. And that's why I thought like, oh, this is supposed to be a hint that this is his son. And that is and accurate. He's taken away from Lando. Right. Which would make it more like emotionally, <gasps> like what is heartbreaking that like Finn's... this was our friend in the first set of movies, and then his son was stolen. What if what if Finn's father is Lando and his mother is Leia and Han and Leia oh, split damn! because of Finn? <gasps> because someone was keeping it in the closet. You heard it here, folks. Damn, that's cool. That's far fetched. Yeah, it is. I mean, they, Luke and Leia didn't seem to be mad at each other, though. No. But eh, maybe they knocked boots a long time ago and they got over it. I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe it's one of those things like Han left and then she hooked up with Lando and she was like, whoops. Yeah. Because I feel like Finn is maybe a little older than Ray, If Possibly not the same the age. Same age yeah. But I definitely feel Kylo Ren is older than the, than the two. Yeah, I feel like that's true too. Although he acts like a big child. But <laughs> throwing his little hissy fits and stuff. But hey, that's alright. Yeah, I kind of feel like they were the slightly younger generation. Yeah. All right, well, we don't know. Next up, uh, 
the Knights of Ren. So we only saw them in like these sort of flashbacky things. They were that a big part saw, of the trailer. If that was the past or the you future know, we or saw, what? We saw, that. we saw that was a huge part of the trailer. Yeah. So who are the Knights of Ren? And they're mentioned. Yeah. Yeah, Snook, Snooky. Where the F Snooky, are they now? Snooky, Snooky. Snooky, Snooky, Pelosi. Doing the mentioned Jersey it. Turnpike. <laughs> Like drinking at Jersey Turnpike. Uh, pretty much. Uh, but yeah, like... W- you know so what that when, is? Jersey Turnpike? Yeah, it's like when they wipe the bar down yeah. and they like squeeze the rag into a cup. I had a roommate who brought a crazy friend up. Everyone has that... Everyone in college had that, like, that roommate had that one crazy friend. Yeah, he, he had a crazy friend that did that. Ew. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Hashtag nope. Hashtag nope. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we're very curious to find out, like, when did that happen? Who are the who are those guys? As they say in the Dawkins video from Freddy's Dead. No, not Freddy's Dead. No. Freddy the Dream Master. Yes. Um, and you know what were they all about? Did they have a mission? How did they? Are they force sensitive? How, yeah. How did they join Kylo? Why did Kylo get to lead them? Yeah. Are they all gone now, or are they are they just like they can't like all be gone? He wouldn't have mentioned. He wouldn't have been said anymore? like you know get the you know the Knights of Ren in order or whatever. It yeah, is. like but what happened to them? Like yeah, were they just bros that chilled in college and now they don't talk anymore because they like moved on with their lives and nobody wants to drink that much beer? I don't know. I'm just throwing the question out there. You're okay. funny because it, it it does. If this movie is going to pick up right where the Force Awakens left off, yeah. The problem we're dealing with now is that, you know, the Empire is really, I'm sorry, the First Order is really in retreat. They had a major base the size of a whole planet. They had lots of, you know, you saw the amount of, like, you know, ships and troops. They had a lot of stuff on there. The only things you saw flying away from it were the Millennium Falcon and, like, four or five X-Wings. Yeah. You didn't see any Imperial transports flying away. You didn't see any Imperial ships in order. And wasn't there anyway. No. So we know Ren gets off with, uh... You know Hux goes Hux. and gets Ren. You know yeah. Captain Phasma got off. Right. You know? But the First Order should really be in retreat for, you know... Unless, like we were talking about one of our other podcasts, they already had other Star Killer bases built. Yeah. And so they're, but they're hidden, and maybe they're not fully complete. In which case, they're just going to come back even nastier than they were before. Yeah. I hear you. They're going to speed up production on those things <laughs> until, you know, the equivalent of the Empire stock market that they're coming in swinging. Because it was a big blow to the Republic, too. It sounded like, you know, like oh, they, yeah, they never really said it. That they said that the people that whole were system. aligned, and then they just... Which... I kind of hope. I kind of hope there's more to the Republic than just that. Yeah, there's like three planets because you could see them all from the same solar system. They're all in the solar, same there's solar like, system. Where like. are the other dudes? Like, where are the Wookies? <laughs> there's other planets. Those are the planets. All right. So the last question that, that we want to ask. All the planets. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> so who is Snoke? Who is, is Snoke? Who Snoke? Snoke? Is Snoke? So there's a million different things going out here. So we're gonna we're gonna read a couple uh, suggestions by by friends first before we get to our own things. So my neighbor Andrew, as I thought I had this up, but I scrolled past it today. He wrote on our Facebook page that. Even more importantly, who is Snoke and how is he related to Ray? I think I got it figured out partially with Gallus Rax being killed at the end of Empire's End. Now, I don't know anything about Empire's End. Um, now, there's a lot of lore has been thrown out the window when Disney bought bought um, Star Wars, bought Lucasfilm. Yeah. So the only things that apparently are are actual lore are the comic series, the Marvel comic series, mm-hmm. the you know the the. The eight now eight movies. Well, I guess nine if you count the Last Jedi because it's coming out this year. Those um, and the ABC Family Clone Wars cartoons, not the Cartoon Network cartoons. Right. So I don't I don't know about Empire's End if that is part of all this or not. That's the only reason I don't want to like you know speculate. Yeah, speculate, shoot them down. So that's that's one uh, theory. Number two came from my friend Russ. Russ said that you know. Master Cypher Dias, who created Ooh. the Clone Army, he is Supreme Leader Snoke. 
Mm-hmm. Now, my... I think Cypher Diaz is a cooler name than Snoke, though. It's yeah. sad that he gave that name up. When you look look him up, though, they, they show him in a picture of, like, on, like, the Clone Wars cartoons. Like, he was, um, you know, because he was already, you know, they thought he was dead, he thought he was gone. I, at one time, I was convinced that Cypher Diaz was Palpatine. This was years ago. Right. And I had a couple other people buy into it, too. And now, apparently, like, that's, like, it's, like, common knowledge that that's, that's not a thing. Like, that's not a thing at all. But his face is jacked up, okay? So you know something bad happened to that dude. Like, it looks like he got in, like, the car accident from hell. Because he has, like, a ridge through his skull. Which is and why... he's melted, and he's, like, yeah. he's jacked up. So, so he could be somebody that people would think was dead. So I think that Supreme Leader Snoke is Darth Plagueis. He and... Sur- yeah, when I, right, and he survived the attack. You know, when when him and Palpatine got in a tussle, tussle. little little tussling, tussling it up, fighting it, tussling. Him. Yeah, so I feel like Palpatine's not really useful in a fight though, because he likes to make other people do his dirty work. He fought off all those Jedi. Dirty. He fought Yoda. He's dirty in um, Revenge of the Sith. Eh, not impressed. He's doing crazy flips and stuff. Kind of like he was wearing a dress. At the one point flips. makes me laugh when Yoda pushes him over, and it's like it really looks like he's wearing a dress. Every time I see it, I just watched it like a couple months ago, and I'm like, still looks like he's wearing a dress. It's been ten years. Okay, but if he is Darth Plagueis, then there is a potential that he was actually Anakin's right father, yes. or the giver of the life force that created Anakin. Right. I don't know how that worked. It goes. I'd have to ask if it was as good for her as it was for him. Well, she claims there was no father. Yeah. Of course, if you, if you, she probably drank way too much blue milk and has no recollection of that either. Look at that dude's jacked up face. You think she'd be like, "Oh yeah, that's what I hit." She's like, "No, that guy. I've never met you before in my entire life." Oh no, it was it was a space whiskey. guy I went home with was really hot. I don't know what you're talking about. It didn't look anything like that. But guy. once again, I was, a, you know, I'm under the impression that Palpatine stole the knowledge, Plagueis' knowledge of how to create life. That's how I always, so that's think, how I interpreted so you think it. Palpatine gave it to old Shmi? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I think he went slumming on Tatooine. Ooh. Having a little something, something on the side. You found a little like you know, find some, white find slave girl. Some strange. Yeah. <laughs> Out in the spicy sheave Palpatine evening. <laughs> hey baby, my name's Sheev. Yeah. How so you what, do you th- yeah. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? I don't know. Is it supposed to be Palpatine? But he's all like super jacked up because he like fell down that pit. I don't know. You think he's, Snoke I think is he, Palpatine? He could be. I think he's somebody, or somebody maybe, you know, maybe Palpatine had another um, follower in the wings because he was not sure about Vader's allegiance to him after Luke came along. And maybe he thought, like, okay, I have Vader, I have Luke here, maybe I have to have a backup. So maybe he had a little backup somewhere, too, that we don't know about yet and we're going to find out about. But something horrible happened to the dude and his face got super jacked up. So, they say that know. the that because what is it? There can only be two Sith at a time, right? Like two real Sith, because one is the apprentice and one is the master, and the apprentice has to overthrow the master. And they both know that. There's actually warning <laughs> children's book, but it's like the one who has the power and the one who desires the power is the way. The way. Oh my! It sounds like the president. But see, like the way. <laughs> yeah, he's a puppet. Um, if you think about, like, you know, going back to, like, you know, the Darth Maul and Palpatine relationship, Darth Maul was just, like, he was, you know, he was, like, his muscles, and he was, like, whatever you need me to do, I'll do it. And he was good, and he was efficient, he had technology. But if you think about Palpatine, he was stringing him along. Yeah. And also had other people that he was potentially going to have be his apprentice, right? Because then when Maul gets 86, he's like, that's fine, because I already have a replacement. So maybe Snoke was a potential replacement, and Mm -hmm. something terrible happened to him. Now, we're at the point where we we know Snoke is eight feet tall, okay? Um, That's all we know, really, about it. And it's actual animatronics that they're... they're, Oh, maybe he's itchy. Oh, God. The the Wookiee. 
but he got in a really bad accident and all of his fur fell off. He fell in a vat of nair. Yeah, he learned to speak English. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, I hope not. (laughs) Just kidding. So, we know that Darth Maul in Rebels, you know, he's got some robot legs and he's doing some bad stuff. So, he's still alive. Um, So, there's potential that... What if Darth Maul got his face really messed up, got his horns cut off? What if Darth Maul... And he had that thing like Michael Jackson did that took away all of his pigmentation. Yeah. Maybe. What if Darth Maul is Snooky, Snooky, Snoop, 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 Yeah. Snoopy. I mean, it's not General Grievous. We know that much. No, he, I'm pretty sure whatever was left of General Grievous is gone. Is no longer with us. Yeah. yeah. There wasn't much of him anyway. I always thought it would have made more sense if Darth Maul, if General Grievous was Darth Maul... Put back together the way yeah. that yeah yeah but it's not it's not but I, yeah. I always thought that would have made more sense yeah. if that was that was the thing we know it's not Dooku because he had lost his head so definitely not Count Dooku ain't no chance he's coming back from that I think at that moment Dooku really realized how much of a puppet he was totally kind of like he was you, like oh Trump. it's gonna be like that <laughs> it's gonna be like that and then it was like Phew. you're gone. Very sad. Very Palpatine sad. was a douche, though, so I wouldn't put it past him to have had like a whole bunch of little dudes waiting in the wings because he didn't. I mean, because that's what it is. It's like a Fight Club thing. You can't trust anybody, no, you so can't. you have to have options. So you mean he Fight Club that and he set up franchises all over the galaxy? Yeah, I think he did. Oh. He did, and then maybe he even like hid it from himself that he had done it, so that it would be kept a secret when he got thrown down the pit with his lightning bolts following him. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But he's got to be somebody, right? He can't just be some bro named Snoke that showed up out of nowhere. Because, like, same thing. Like, Ray can't just be, like, Jim Applebaum's kid. Like, she has to be somebody. (laughs) Like, oh, is that who your dad is, Ray? Okay, that's great, Ray. Congratulations. He means nothing to the rest of the movie. It's pretty cool. Jim. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So make sure, um, you know, when I post this, I, I forgot to post the last two podcasts on, on Twitter and Facebook. I'll, I'll go oh, archive them. I'll put Jeff. them up. So uh, anyway, so remember, we're going to be at the Jersey Shore Comic Book Show on March 19th, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. That's in Tom's River, New Jersey. And a week later, we're going to be spending two days in the lovely Lehigh Valley at the South Mall. Uh, that's March 25th and 26th from 12 to 5, and that's free! Free! The other one's only like five bucks. So, both of the information on Dobby those... Dobby is free! <laughs> I was totally watching Freeform this weekend. They showed all the Harry Potter. Both of those cons can be, um, you can find out information on them under the events page of our website, yes. prisondad.com. And you can find information about our books, other podcasts. Character bios. Uh, things merch. and stuff. Yeah, the merch. <laughs> merch. Silly uh, things that we've done. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter and... And listen to more of our podcasts. You can hear Jeff bring me back on the subject that we're actually discussing. <laughs> like to go off on tangents. That's what I like to do. I do what I can. Anyway, may the force be with you always.